0: Shimmy doo ba doo All right, I'm live on the recording.
1: All right, let's see. Which picture am I now? This the one I just grabbed or is This here.
0: That's the one you grabbed. Is it going? I think
1: so. think we're going.
0: Looks like it's recording.
1: I think we're recording. We should do that kind Mine's of it's
0: uh, apparently recording.
1: We should do a sync clap, like um, in movies where they have that little uh, clappy majig. You
0: know, provided we're still recording at the same bit uh, uh, rate. Well, which we'll might let's fuck let's with it. We'll see it. what happens.
1: Let's, uh, here.
0: One, there. two. No, no,
1: just one, just one. Ready? chaka pop, pop, pop. We're rolling.
0: All right. Welcome to the Walking Talking Podcast. The Redbeard uh, Rants. That's just Redbeard Rants. Do not we yeah, have to have JP for that? Or hell no. Hell no. All right, Redbeard Rams. around man. when he
1: wants to come around. You know, he can't like. Yeah, he's got force kids. JP to be in every Redbeard rant. I say anybody who has a red beard would be more than welcome.
0: So what are we talking about? We were talking about the Deep Web, right? Yeah, uh... Well, you were asking what it was, right? Because we were talking about Ross Ulbricht and the, the Pirate Bay.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know a whole lot about uh, how it works, but uh, I do know that uh, there was the Silk Road, that uh, you could buy all kinds of illicit substances on the interwebs.
0: Right, well, the the, webs. so the deep web is basically, like, the parts of the web that are, like, the mechanics of the web, which is, like, you know, it, you're sending packets of... Uh, like, for instance, when you look up a website, you type in www.google.com. Yeah. We well, are not actually going to www.google.com. You're going to, um, you know, I can't quite remember Google's IP address, but it's like 74, 123, 54, and then like a range of five of them or so. so and to some IP address
1: here. Exactly,
0: and so there's a thing called DNS, which is... You type in the words and then it goes, hey, yo, and it, like, there are just tons of DNS servers running, like, I run one on my server, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it ha- maintains a bank of stuff that goes, oh, yeah, www.google.com is this IP address or these five IP addresses if they want to load balance. And this so it and can that. be
1: spread across multiple IP addresses. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, but uh, so that goes over UDP port 53. Right, and then there's other protocols and stuff that, that, that's just like the fundamental building blocks of the internet. Now, the deep web, like, kind of lies inside of these little protocols and so forth. It was developed by the US Navy for spies and the CIA and the NSA to be able to um, kind of talk anonymously. And you know, what it does is, like, um, you log onto the deep web. And you start transmitting packets on these ports that we use to transmit stuff in the basic building blocks of the internet. Oh good, we can get run over by that car. Yeah. Um, so, basically everybody logs on and then you send some information, you say, I want this. And it sends it to another dude who's logged onto the deep web, who's in Russia and another dude who's logged on the deep Web who's in China. And another dude, and it goes like through three or four hops, and then it goes, okay, now I'm gonna go get that information is from that, is, over is here. Is that a
1: little bit like BitTorrent, where like the, uh, the the information is kind of being distributed throughout lots of different places, Right. So it makes it harder to track any of it.
0: Yeah, because the people who are online are actually locating it. So, you know, once it gets it and then it comes back to you, nobody knows if it's the guy in Russia that asked for it, or the guy in China that asked for it, or the guy in Japan that asked for it, or, for it or whoever.
1: Okay. So it's just a technology, a specific type of web development technology.
0: Right. It's called the Onion Router because it goes through that many different layers. Now, there are many ways you can track something like that. There's, like, the most common one is the bad apple theory, which is if you can figure out somebody who's doing some shit on the deep web, you can put some shit on their computer that sends, like, a bad apple, like an identifying marker. And then you could look at all the stuff that's going on and be like, oh there's the bad apple, there's the bad apple, there's the bad apple, and like kind of analyze that information and be like, oh the bad apple went from here to here to here to here to here and then came back to here. That's the guy. Okay.
1: So that's, that's maybe how they uh, went about tracking the, uh, the Silk Web, uh, Silk Road.
0: Silk Road. Website. Ross Ulbricht was the guy who got arrested for hosting a website and um, got life in prison. No, yes, he He was just theoretically
1: hosting a website. No. Yeah, I mean <laughs> yeah. I mean this website. All of a sudden the FBI just showed up at his door.
0: Well, I mean this website, you know, transacted drug transactions, transacted gun transactions, people put out hits on this website, all sorts of nefarious is that stuff.
1: Proven or not? Is that like it's, I guess I, I think uh, if I understand if, correctly, it is proven that hits were put out on enemies of uh, high ups in the Silk Road.
0: I mean, obviously, what the FBI did when was they would, because you and I can log onto the Silk Road. Yeah. There was the Silk Road too. There's a bunch of other, you know, deep marketplaces, and you and I can find them pretty re- mm. readily if we search them. On uh, like if we went to Tor.org, downloaded the Onion Router, then went to their search database and looked at all the sites that were there. So, the FBI can do that too, and then they can kind of just keep requesting the information and and logging it. So, yeah, no, you could prove, yes, at some point in time, I was the FBI and I was downloading this information, and then this dude was asking for hits. Was that the guy
1: that they uh, caught, uh,
0: Ross Ulbricht? Ross Ulbricht was the, theoretically the dread pirate Roberts, however, it's disputed. There's lots of dread pirate Roberts, my feeling. As I told you before, off air, um, I think he's a patsy. I just, yeah. I just think somebody else made this and it got handed on to somebody else. It got handed on to somebody else. He was the guy holding the bag when they busted it. And I,
1: I think, I think my, my thoughts on it is probably more along the lines of he was a part of a small circle of people who probably created it and, and ran it.
0: Yeah, I don't think it was a huge circle of people who it was handed on to. I just don't think any one person had control of it at yeah. every point in time. You know, he was just the person who was just running the server at that point.
1: Yeah, and it is weird that they kind of only busted one person for running it. I think they busted some other people who were buying from it and right. involved in it. But so I mean, like, I they busted some dealers.
0: Like, the thing is, is though, like, obviously it wasn't just him because as soon as it got taken offline two weeks later, it was up on another server. Running so that, theoretically, same could code have been,
1: um, could have been any it, or, or it no somebody who had access to
0: the code you know. We log
1: onto it right now.
0: Um, I mean, while we're, well, we're walking right around now. the streets of beautiful uh, Berkeley. Have you,
1: uh, have Berkeley. you been on to the new version of it? Or is that thing? Um,
0: something that's I went on it. I went on it when it launched. Gotcha. I went, oh yeah, this stuff's still here. But then that got shut down later. But there's a bunch of other ones. You know, there's like Dark Web Reloaded. Yeah. Silk Road reloaded or something like that. Um, I never really had much use for it because
1: Used to be able to get anything on there. Like um I never used it or so much as even logged onto it myself, but I did know somebody who uh who purchased uh, a bunch of designer drugs, uh designer hallucinogenic drugs like QCI, cb all these things
0: well i mean this is just like another iteration it like a
1: pillbox with all these di- its like a variety pack of designer hallucinogens that he got would well,
0: you remember aol back in the day right uh yeah there was a set of tools called uh, aol hell
1: yes like, I do you remember the hacking programs for aol yeah
0: where like like you'd run a fishing bot you'd kick and, people off
1: yeah dude i used to um back in the day um i was not a hacker because i didn't really know how to code or anything Kitty I, kitty scripter is what looking, you're called. Yeah, I'm a kitty scripter. I was. I um, I would get a hold of these programs, and I had a, a Juno account, right? Uh, Juno used to be like free email. Free email. Dial but the up. Free email. Wasn't a big thing, <laughs> yeah. Right? And you actually had to log on to it, like it was his own phone number. You had to call up. Anyway, I had a Juno <laughs> account. And I had this program that I was able to infect people, people's computers with by attaching it to some something that they would want to download and uh, it would put a fake login screen. It was a very primitive kind of phishing Yeah, it just looked like. It looked like an official AOL screen. They would type in their username and password and it would just email it straight to me. Right. And I got tons of what they called fish, spelled like the band. Yeah, phishing. <laughs> Back yeah. then, yeah. and uh, yeah, I don't know if I should be admitting to this, so <laughs> oh. gonna be, but this was so long, I think the, uh, what's that, law where you. Well, you, you didn't, didn't do
0: anything said, illegal with it, so it doesn't matter. And yeah. it passed. The statute of limitations. And obviously. you're a minor, and yeah.
1: Yeah. But uh, I, we even fished uh, my uh, principal's account in uh, in middle school. And I never never got caught for that. But uh, we used her email. And I was a really bad kid. I, I shouldn't even talk about this, but it is some bad stuff. Like, uh, we logged up to her account and actually emailed one of her colleagues. Said, oh, no. Yeah. In hindsight, I feel a little bit bad about Dude, it. Dude, but...
0: like, people, like, I had a friend down the street who sent... Uh, there's a documentary i've heard about it on three different podcasts actually today the oh. Bobcat Goldthwaite just came out with i can't remember the name of it off the top of my head um there's there's this um there's this guy who's a comedian he's big in the comedy circles mm-hmm. and he was um sexually abused when he was a kid possibly do you know um, I can't think of it oh, off the top okay. of my head. All, like, one of us will pull it up right. uh, while we're doing this walkie-talkie thing. But, um... Basically... you have
1: an engineer who can pull up stuff for us? While we talk <laughs> yeah,
0: right? We need that. Uh, what, what do we call him on my podcast? Uh, Steve, if there is a Steve. Um, <laughs> at any rate, um... I remember there was just, like, a huge pedophile community on AOL, and my neighbor down the street gave my screen name to a like he knew my password and he gave my screen name to a known pedophile and was like oh yeah i i I like older men and blah 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 so this guy's all emailing me and asking me for pictures and stuff like that i'm just like (laughs) and it was like this weird how old were you oh i was like i was like maybe 11 12 and like he was 14 15 and he had this, like, first girlfriend who was kind of, like, crazy. And, like, and it was when I was really naive. And I'm just like, you, you shouldn't have sex. Sex is bad. I've been told. <laughs> you know, like, I was a really naive kid. And, like, and I'm like, she's just, like, manipulating you. And so, like, him and his girlfriend were, like, getting this guy to, like, try and fish me for pictures. And I was just, like, nah, dude, like... You're an old man. I'm not sending you pictures of me. I don't know who you are. Yeah, or, or, or. I, don't,
1: I don't know what's what's in it for you as an 11-year-old
0: kid. Yeah, I was relatively smart enough to... Can we,
1: like, introduce ourselves? I guess we are podcasting right now, right? Yeah, I'm Rob. And I'm, I'm Brian.
0: We both and, got uh, red beards and we're ranting.
1: Yeah, Rob's beard is a little, uh, scant right now. Yeah, but, uh,
0: I shave fairly often, like yeah, once a week I or don't. something.
1: My job doesn't <laughs> require it.
0: My job doesn't either, but, I don't know, it just gets bristly. Yeah,
1: well, you know, this thing becomes a thing, you know, this Red Beard rant. Yeah,
0: I gotta grow it out, yeah. Big
1: famous podcast, you're gonna have to have the Red Beard or people will start calling out. Well, I
0: just have to have it for a little while and take a bunch of pictures and then just pretend like I'm releasing them every now and then. (laughs) But at any rate, like, I I remember, like, I remember getting porn back in the days, before there was an internet, before there was AOL, like on BBSs.
1: Oh, yeah. Did you ever go on BBSs? Yeah, I used, uh, my family actually subscribed to a couple different BBSs, and then there were also the free ones, so if anybody out there in internet world isn't familiar with what a BBS is, and I know even people age, system, don't know. Bolt board system, yeah. But yeah, it was, uh, it was before, like, it was while there was AOL, there was also CompuServe. Well,
0: it was even before that, like, there was dial-up yeah. internet. But before there was out up the internet, well, you just dial into some guy's garage.
1: Exactly. And so he just had were, like a file these server. It existed during and before those major internet sites or major internet uh, providers like AOL and CompuServe, but they were like, uh, you know, very small scale, like usually DOS, I think they're like DOS based. It looked uh, like a DOS
0: interface. BSD based often. Text,
1: text based interface. And you could log, literally call a phone number with your computer and it gave you, Kind of like a limited access to the internet, really just access to their server.
0: Right, and it, it'd be it'd be weird because like I'd be 12 and I'd dial into some dude's yeah. garage and I'd like find picture like nudie pics of
1: girls. I remember they used to have like really cheesy DOS-based games, some of which were uh, uh, quote unquote pornographic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they were like ASCII <yeah>. ASCII porn. Four-bit, like or just ASCII porn. Like you could almost see a boob and like
0: uh, no but so like I'd like dial like into stuff. there and you'd be downloading the pictures and then like the thing was is they could see everything you were doing and they could chat with you and yeah. it was interesting because when they chatted with you it wasn't like they sent, they hit send and then it showed up like you'd see every time they pushed a button That's right. Yeah. so they'd be like hey there and they'd misspell there so they'd backspace and you'd see it the early days like, like hey there yeah like what are you what are you looking at and I'd be like oh just your pictures they seem cool he's just like you know, there's an upload quota per download and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll upload some stuff.
1: just like a bored old man in his garage. And he's like,
0: how old are you? I'll be like, 19.
1: <laughs> what are you wearing?
0: <laughs> and he would just be like, well, enjoy the pictures. Please upload some so if you've we're, got we're some. We're walking
1: through Berkeley uh, right now. This is just some more introductory material. Uh, we're actually by the aquatic park in Berkeley.
0: and uh, Yeah, we're right by well, uh, Waterside Workshop. Walk, yeah.
1: there's this big weeping willow tree right by the, the lake here very
0: sky nice. is very beautiful yeah. little little bit of a la pink sky in the background
1: our idea here is that uh, to me and rob uh when we get a chance and it's not nearly as often as it should be we, we like to walk and talk and we have good conversations and uh you're like you know we should someday podcast this and i think we've been saying that for at least two years at this point
0: yeah, I guess uh, that's how long I've been doing my podcast, Carnivorous Couch.
1: Yeah, and today. She probably got is the this off of that. We yeah, we take one of those crazy things we've been saying for two years and we actually do it.
0: Yeah, right? So that's
1: what we're doing right now. Here you are witnessing it.
0: Fuck yeah, do. don't, don't
1: bore you too much, but uh, I think as we kind of ease into this thing, we're going to, you know, it's going to become a thing. Right? I think
0: the conversation's interesting so far. So far, she's doing great. We yeah. actually,
1: you know, that answer about the deep web, not bad. I think we're doing all right.
0: Yeah. But I mean, like,
1: yeah,
0: dude, have you heard of this thing called Omegle? What is it? Omegle. Omegle? It's like a, it's like kind of like chat roulette, but it's only text and it's on your phone. Okay. So like you sign on to it, it hooks you up with a random stranger. I see. And the first five you get are just like, my kick screen name is this text me there, blah, blah, and it's just a bot. What
1: is Kick? I've never actually used Kick.
0: It's like an anonymous chat service, I guess, the kids use nowadays, where you can send pictures and text and stuff I back and people forth.
1: people referencing it on uh, Instagram a bunch.
0: Yeah, so it's for the kids. Okay. I don't know why Kick is the thing and why you wouldn't just use Facebook or blah, 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 or Google Hangouts or anything else but it's just like another chatting
1: maybe it's more of like an anonymous sort of thing I guess
0: it's supposed to be but I've used it a little bit it just seems like another chatting app to me but maybe maybe somebody could tell me tweet me at Carney carnycouch C-R-N-Y-C-O-U-C-H what
1: is this And 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 say
0: what kick is but at any rate like it's really weird because I like I went on Omegle and I started talking to people I you know uh, the first person I actually got a real person on the line, I was. He's just like, "What's you up to?" I'm like, i oh, just kicking back, having a beer after work, listening to the Obama speech on, uh, uh, you know, CO2." And he's just like, "Oh, cool." And then like, I'm just like, Are, "He's just like, got to keep up on that politics." And I'm like, "Yeah, I think it's a bunch of bullshit, but, you know, I keep up on it anyway." Yeah. And uh, he was like, "Oh, I study it," and I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." And then I start telling him about like Dan Carlin's Hardcore History and Common Sense, and he was just like, "Oh." Well I gotta go, but it's really refreshing to hear somebody on here who's not just interested in hooking up or sex or sexing or blah blah blah. <laughs> and then the next person I talked to was like you know, like the the first thing anybody sends you is just like ASL, age sex location. No, okay. And you know, I'm always just like, you know, these are all kids, so mm-hmm. I don't even I just go like old as fuck, male, <laughs> like somewhere yeah, in California. Age, age old. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, that's what I say And, um, you know, so like Oh yeah But the first one I, I just sent like, okay, 32 male And she's like, 16, or like 12 female And she's like, do you have Skype? I'm like, yeah, but I don't use it She's like, why not? I'm like, because it's a bulky ass application and it's a piece of shit so a
1: 12 year old, a supposed 12 year old girl wanted to Skype with you
0: Yeah, and I'm just like, no I just want to talk on here to some random person and say what's up and so she started talking about and she's just like why don't you want to Skype with me? We could do sexy things. And I'm like you're 12. <laughs> like no. And I'm just like and why do you want to do sexy things with random people on the internet? Like don't you have boys at your school that you like? And she's like yeah, one, but he hates me and he wants to kill me. And I'm like oh, the thing
1: is with that. You don't even know what their actual gender or age is.
0: Yeah, I know. But I mean like I, I didn't care I'm just Like I'm gonna be honest About myself And assume that they are too And if not Well nothing ventured Nothing lost right
1: Yeah I don't think I gonna down With that program
0: But at, at any rate Like it was really weird Talking to this girl and, and like Trying to just be like Why don't you just Cool it She's like I'm really horny I'm like You're 12 She's like Yeah but I'm really horny I'm like why don't you just keep the sex to yourself, have fun, enjoy that, and just like try to develop some good relationships with people because you're 12. <laughs> like, just hang out with people, blah, blah, blah. She's like, you sure you don't want to Skype? I'm like, no. One, because my phone's about to die. And two, because you're a 12 year old girl who told me she was horny. <laughs> I'm not about, about to. You, uh, you took yeah. your
1: time to uh, explain this.
0: And it's she's okay. just like, okay, bye then.
1: Faceless 12 year old girl. <laughs> Uh, Windsor, to
0: cars. uh, um, Apologize. Too loud. Look at that sea of cards, man. It's a fucking... Yeah,
1: we're, we're overlooking, uh... Oh, the yeah.
0: Sea of cards through a heart on the fence. That's kind of cool. I don't
1: I know, know they man. They had that, uh, the big, uh, Black Lives Matter protest right after Ferguson about a year ago. And it was, uh... They blocked off the
0: Oh, I remember that. Out. I saw pictures... Yeah, they actually
1: they blocked off this exact overpass that we're walking on right now. Yeah. The, the, well, the cops wouldn't let them go over it. But, uh, so when the cops blocked them from going over this, they just went out uh, freeway and block all the traffic
0: dude that was so bizarre because like i was tweeting about where the cops were and what direction they were in like i wasn't at the protest but i could see them queuing up on powell street down in emeryville and coming to sweep to do a barricade and i saw them load a bunch of fucking cops in an ambulance and i was like ambulance full of cops going down that way
1: Were cops really injured that that
0: night? No, they weren't injured. They just like, in order to get oh. the thing through so it wouldn't look like cops
1: oh, I who see. were
0: coming in with reinforcements and riot wow. gear, they were putting them in ambulances.
1: Interesting.
0: Which was like fucking trippy. Right. They'd just be like, oh we'll let the ambulance go into the middle of the crowd and now it's you know, and they were, sure enough, there were like tweets later, it's just like ambulances is actually full of riot police. Like, you know, and just like wow like how fucked up weird
1: what are your feelings on um that kind of protest like uh for for now black lives matter aside like um just like the the kind of protest where you block off uh major freeways where you know obviously there's negative repercussions and that sort of thing like well you know, i mean people, you ambulances, real ambulances can't get here. You're
0: disrupting operations. people's lives to make you uh, recognize them and recognize you and see that they matter, right? right. Like, just, I'm making a wave. You're seeing, like, at least you're gonna see me. This is gonna be on the news. This is gonna be a thing that people right. hear. So it's, I, I it's awareness, s- right?
1: I tend to agree with you that um... Although it has, you could point out all kinds of like possible, possible disastrous things that would kind of come out of a protest like that. Possibly, like, like say somebody's dying of a heart attack and an ambulance can't get to them because the freeway is being blocked off by protesters. Right. Well, that is true, and it sucks. And it's the same thing with. Uh, well, then how
0: fucked up with, is it when when that like we let the ambulances go through because we're like, oh yeah, ambulance needs to go help heart attack person, but it's loaded with cops. Well, yeah.
1: Well, that's a whole other <laughs> thing, yeah, but um. I think those things actually do. Uh, as, as far as what goals are, is it, which is to bring attention to the the issues. It's highly effective.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, uh, like it, it makes a wave. It disrupts effective. people to the point where, yeah.
1: Riots are even more highly effective. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not condoning the destruction of property. And the, the thing I hate about riots is that like people are just you know, store owners, totally innocent, or homeowners, or whatever, and their, their property is getting. Banned. And I I, I could never condone (laughs) riots as a whole, just be like, oh yeah, riots, they're great. But I would say that they're effective. Um, Like
0: in getting news, but I mean also like...
1: But in in bringing up uh, issues like, you know, that are important, like sometimes... Well,
0: it's interesting when peaceful protests become so commonplace and everybody's going, yeah, yeah, another protest, yeah, yeah, another protest. Then riots are what gets the news and there's a billion peaceful protests going on that get nothing. And then they just show the same picture of CVS burning everywhere.
1: Right, and, and until there's uh, like a threat, uh, you you know, issues don't seem to be taken seriously. Like um, like right now, uh, I, I've been reading recently about um, uh, you know uh, black people like, exercising their uh, their Second Amendment rights and car- open carrying weapons like they did in the. Uh, 70s, late 60s with the Black Panthers. Right, yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> they
0: marched into the Senate building with shotguns.
1: Right, yeah, and, you know, distinctly doing it or for not Senate reason, building, the yeah, state protecting capital. protecting themselves against the state.
0: Or, no, I'm allowed to do this.
1: Right, yeah, right. of course, yeah. It's like, you know, we kind of have a double standard. It's like if a white person does that, it's a totally different uh, kind of knee-jerk reaction if a, a black person does the same well, thing. Well,
0: you see it all the time. You see, like plenty of videos of guys going like oh so you came in or you're talking to me because I have a gun. I'm totally allowed to have this gun blah blah blah. I want to see your papers. It's like I don't have to show you my papers unless I've committed a crime blah blah blah. And it's like yeah okay props to you white guy for being kind of a dick to cops. Um, If you were a black person and did that you'd be shot. (laughs) On sight on scene you know. So, it's always kind of weird when, like, you see white people, you know, going, like, I'm allowed, can I have my gun back? Thank you. Okay, cool. Your supervisor's here and he says, I can have my gun back and go about my way. Okay, let's, like, yeah, I guess you're doing something, but the fact that if you were a black man and needed that, like, you'd just get shot.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, all that aside, that's not really I, I think that's, addressing uh, that. I don't know, I feel like that was probably a pretty important part of the, the civil rights movement was uh, kind of like the threat of physical violence against, it kind of goes back to uh, the idea that like, you know, is violence ever the right way to go you know, in uh or at least the threat of physical violence, or, you know, maybe that's when things actually happen, I'm at least entertaining the idea, I'm not saying yeah. that's the case. Yeah,
0: I mean, well, there's also that thing, uh was that movie Malcolm X, Was is based off the uh, Alex Haley autobiography, right? Right. Or, well, not autobiography. Well, he, he spoke to Malcolm X, and then he wrote what Malcolm X told him to write. I'm yeah. um, oh,
1: sorry, what was the name again?
0: Uh, just Malcolm X, or I think maybe it's just called X. I can't uh, remember. Well, we Alex Haley's book. you
1: said, okay, go ahead.
0: <laughs> Alex Haley's book, but there's Max a movie made. And one of the striking scenes in that movie is like when the police are, are talking to Malcolm X and they're like, uh, You've got to calm down your people. And then, like, he went, he like clapped his hands and all the Black Panthers, like, stand at attention and blah, blah, blah. He's just like, My people are calm. The rest of the crowd is your problem.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> because everybody else is riding behind them and he's just like, My people are fine.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, they'll obey my orders because I've got them organized. All those people. Those are the people that you need to talk to because my people are fine. I'm just here. Yeah, yeah. I, that's,
1: I mean, the, the idea of having a um, any kind of kind of you know organized militia, uh, you know, that's, that's very intimidating. To uh, you, know, you, know, you, you, you don't want war war on the street. Well, yeah, that was you the threat of the that. Black
0: Panthers was militant organized people. At a certain point, what else do you do? And I I just
1: gotta say, I can't, I cannot really blame them. Like, it's really, it was really bad and it it, it remains really bad. I think we've, uh, we've had some major uh, progression in racial issues in our society, but a lot of what, kind of, like, the really basic stuff is still there and as bad as ever. Like, um, you know, just, uh, the, percentage of black people in, in jail and in prisons and all that stuff, like, basically we're, uh, it's kind of modern-day slavery
0: in a way. Well, I mean, yeah, that's all very well and true. Uh, we have a lot of modern-day slavery, we just do it in various different systematic ways, and it definitely tends to affect can I have a sip of that? uh, Oh, yeah. I've been a little sick and my throat is... Um, But, I mean, like, prison population, yes. Definitely modern-day slavery. But, I mean, then there's also the whole thing of, like, just debt population, which also affects, you know, racial minorities way more heavily than it does, like, white affluent people. But, um, you know, just, you go to school, you're in debt, you're working to pay off a debt you'll probably never pay off blah 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 like that's another form of slavery too right keep the machine running because you you gotta work you gotta work you gotta work you can never like just go make your own path and be like i'm not going to participate in the system no you have to because you have debt and we'll Do come you after really you really have to though um you don't have to but at the cost of being like a societal pariah like well, it, it limits your options if you have that kind of debt and you just ditch out yeah. on it like we sure. don't debtors prison anymore, I guess.
1: Yeah, but we don't have that, and there is the possibility of going bankrupt and just accepting whatever consequences. Oh, but
0: those student loans, even if you declare bankruptcy, they don't go away. <laughs> it's part of the agreement.
1: Yeah, I guess that's is that the case with student loans? With certain student loans, yeah. Yeah. It sucks, man.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's fucked up. <laughs> but So yeah, there's all sorts of modern-day slavery. I I agree that all forms of them kind of affect, um, you know, more racial uh, groups more because of the fact that they're kind of starting as immigrants or they're starting as products of generations and generations after slavery or, you know, whatever kind of societal force down that exists.
1: Yeah. You know, the whole racial side of, uh, of uh, kind of our, our, our police force, like that's all very, very true. What's also true is that the police in general are uh, these days just totally empowered to uh, use violence against really anybody. Um, any. And you know, I think what plays into it more than anything else, into a a deciding factor, is whether or not they're going to use violence or, uh, especially, life-threatening violence. Is kind of like social status and wealth, Um, because there's lots of stories of you know, poor and middle-class white people, and people of all races. But I could point out a couple of specific examples of. Just, you know, just even, you know, white people who've been beaten to death by police in recent years, and so it's not, it's, you know, very much a racial issue, it's also very much a police issue.
0: Well, no, like, we have this really weird thing going on with uh, police where, you know, like, I know quite a few people from my high school who went into the military after high school, and I think every single one of them except for maybe one I know is a cop. Like, anybody who's not in the military anymore is a cop. So, like, what does that say about who we're hiring? We're hiring soldiers who are basically trained to be, like, everyone's the enemy, everyone's the enemy, and then we're taking them and putting them in the same position, like, on the homeland. Which is, that's kind of a really weird, fucked up sort of, like, way to... Do your criteria well, right.
1: Applying what they learned in Afghanistan or Iraq to the you know yeah, the streets of yeah, but
0: I don't want that in a cop.
1: Of Ferguson, you know, like yeah, but I don't
0: want that in a cop. Sure, well, like yeah. a cop, I want somebody who's who's not threatened, first of all, who's doing their job and is not threatened. Uh, I don't want somebody with PTSD who knows how to use a gun real well, <laughs> like.
1: Well, it might be better. Like uh, I mean, I've there's, who's that uh, that cop that was has recently been on. Um, Joe Rogan? Uh, yeah, he's on Joe Rogan and uh, the Young Turks recently who was uh, he's kind of coming out about political culture. Oh yeah. And he was saying more, uh, talking more about like how... <laughs> Untrained right, cops are. Mili- yeah, most of these shootings aren't done by ex-military people. Uh, the, the shootings that we've seen in recent news, they're mostly done by uh, scared, non-military trained people who don't aren't as comfortable with a gun or uh, are more likely to feel threatened or scared. Yeah, that well possum, at this... There's a possum right there.
0: Oh, hi possum. Possum. Awesome. Awesome. Just walking down the road there.
1: Awesome possum.
0: Just gonna get hit by a car later. not. I always see okay. possums hit by cars. I do what they do. <laughs> they anyway. walk, they apparently walk next to fences and then eventually get hit by a car. Um, <laughs> damn humans putting their roads and habitats. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: know.
0: I, you know, these days we are, we have
1: modern day. Movies, you know,
0: and yeah. <laughs> well, like, like what about that? Uh, what is Sandra Blanchard? No, Sandra, Bland. Sandra Bland. Yeah. What about that whole thing?
1: Uh, that's that's so weird. I don't know. If, like.
0: Okay, so the thing that I did was, like, I was looking all over for the autopsy report. I couldn't find it, couldn't find it, couldn't find it. So what I did was I took a trash bag much like the one in the picture, yeah, right? And I put 120 pounds on it. It broke in about uh, 38 seconds. I did it about three times. Once 22 seconds, once 27 seconds, once this is 36 this is Sandra seconds. Sandra
1: Bland, the African-American woman who got pulled over for a minor, uh, for not signaling. Yeah. Activist from in Chicago, right. For
0: not putting in a cigarette, blah, blah, blah. She got
1: arrested uh, after, uh, you know, had her head
0: slammed against the ground. Yeah. To be
1: tased, etc. And then she sh- three days later, she's dead in her cell. And
0: By herself hanging with a yeah. trash can liner.
1: Yeah, so they say that she committed suicide with a trash can liner.
0: All right. So I took a trash can liner, I put 120 pounds of weight on it. First time it broke in 22 seconds, second time it broke in 27 seconds, third time it broke in 38 seconds.
1: Now if you twisted it up, the right way.
0: I mean, <laughs> I tried different... Nuggets? I tried it straight, and then I tried it doubling it over, and I doubled it over a third time. And
1: some of them also have that extra little piece of plastic, the, the drawstring.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I know I didn't have that sort of thing, but basically what I'm saying is...
1: <laughs> See, my, my feeling on it is, uh, it's probably possible that she actually committed suicide. Um, I just don't know. I really don't know, and uh, I don't. think... Yeah,
0: I don't sure. know either. I this was just the only evidence I could be like, okay, how can I empirically test this? So that's what I did, and then I went, okay, with that evidence, this seems dubious to me.
1: Yeah. yeah and there's that whole theory that she was like already dead when they brought her to the city. Of Russia, and she was
0: already dead. That I don't necessarily buy because there are so many pop culture doctors and blah 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 that. If that were the case, they would be all over that, and they would say one way or the other. I mean, yeah, but then tradition. I guess there's the other side of it is that they didn't say one way or the other, uh, which means that they're not really paying attention to that very much. I, I kind of heard, I saw a ton of it on social media. I kind of heard very little of it on podcasts and news and other sort of things.
1: Yeah, I hate to brush over the Sandra Bland issue, but I'm not really. Uh, I don't feel. I don't feel strongly one way or the other. I think it's. Uh, I definitely want to see an actual investigation go into it, so I right. don't trust the, the, the official report of that police station. Oh,
0: and there probably will be, and we'll hear a lot more about that, yeah. for sure, uh, in the months to come. Yeah, it's like a shitty thing, I just don't... <laughs> Sneezies. Yeah, I don't I don't really know what to think about that or what to do about that, I just think it sounds highly suspect.
1: Yeah, um, and it's just, uh, it's all dyspartic. Like, she should have been arrested in the first place, she was pulled over for a minor vehicle, uh, for a minor, for not signaling, and she was actually pulling over for, because a cop was behind her and she was trying to get out of his way. Right, well,
0: so, I mean, there's this whole kind of weird thing. Oh! Oh. Oh, it's a fishing line. What the fuck? We've gotten snagged on a fishing oh, line. Sorry about that. that.
1: Sorry, man. Hey,
0: no worries. Well, we didn't so get we caught with the hook.
1: Just got, uh, caught by a fisherman. <laughs> Around
0: the neck a fishing more. Well, it was around my shoulders, but uh (laughs)
1: uh, that's the first.
0: Yeah, I saw the truck there with the door open, I was like, hmm. I don't know about
1: fishing the uh day after uh would eat anything like that.
0: I don't know. you should interview him? <laughs> what you doing, man?
1: They uh, they have signs here at the uh, the marina uh, <coughs> with uh, different types of fish on it. There's oh, yeah. Two categories. There's uh, chemicals. less <laughs> <plus> chemicals. <laughs> Is that for real? Yes. <laughs> we'll probably walk by one of those signs. Wow. Yeah. I spilled a fair amount of that beer when I almost got strangled by a fishing line. <laughs> that was one of the most confusing things ever all of a sudden there was a pressure on my neck.
0: Yeah, you got it first, and then I, I was like, Brian's going, what the fuck, and I'm like, oh yeah, there is something here. He was
1: fishing across a walkway, like his fishing line, his truck was on the road, there's a walkway in between, and there's the bay on the other side of the walkway. There's lines going all the way across, totally invisible. Yeah, but
0: he also probably doesn't expect anybody to be walking out here tonight. But also, at the same time, he had his door open. Why do not he just go, like, hey, there's a fishing line?
1: All right, don't stop. baby oh, Nice out. That's a warm evening here in Berkeley, California.
0: Huh. So wait, the way we're walking, do we have to walk all the way back around, or?
1: Oh, we can turn around at any point we want, but this will loop around the, uh, the are Chavez Park here. So if we go out and around, eventually comes back around here, probably about a mile all the way around.
0: Oh, okay. So if we keep walking this way, we'll get back home? Yeah. Probably shorter than if we turned around. We've been walking for, like, 40 minutes Probably or something.
1: longer, but this is, the pretty part of the walk right now. just starting.
0: okay. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that Sandra Bland thing is a bummer. Uh, there's a weird thing with, like, cops, though. And I don't know, there's a dichotomy there, right? Because it's like, you know, a lot of people, myself included, are just like, you know, uh, don't just don't talk back to the cops because they will just do whatever to you. And probably not me so much because I'm you know, thin white young male. But, um, But I mean like even I got pulled over like a month and a half ago and I started going for my registration in the glove box and then I stopped and I turned and I put both hands out the window. And then the cop was walking up about that time and I said, sorry, I just realized I probably shouldn't go for my glove box. So you asked me to. And he's just like, oh no, you're fine. Yeah, but, uh, but like, that was my, like, like isn't it fucked up that that's my thought, though? I'm just like, yeah, wait a minute, I shouldn't I, be I, digging I in my glove box. Yeah. He could think I'm getting a gun. Yeah, I think that's kind of like, <laughs> Right and people it's, said to uh, me like, "Don't worry, Rob. You don't have to worry. You're white." I'm like, "Yeah, but yeah, I am worried." Right. That's, that's fantastic. Like, that's
1: totally yeah, that's fair and equitable, isn't it? Like, <laughs> if yeah. You're, if you're black, you
0: have to be. Well, no, that's what they were pointing out by saying that they yeah. weren't. Yeah, but uh, I mean, like Levar Burton said. That his parents taught him that growing up. It's like if you get pulled over, roll down your window, put both your hands out, palms up, and wait for the cop to come to the window.
1: Yeah, I just put my hands up to my steering wheel. Uh, I'm always very flight, when I get pulled over. Um you know, you know what I'm to in the you do that. Right. Whatever, white privilege, etcetera. You know, so whatever, point, et cetera, you know I, whatever it is, I just don't want to get uh, fucked with and I, if I
0: Anyway, I will. Yeah. And I mean, but, uh, interestingly, I grew up in a really privileged, very, very white community yeah. where there were very few, like, black people that were Mexican people, but they weren't the people who mowed our lawns. Like, that sort of, you know, stereotypical, super rich white community. And, uh, you know, in that community, I'm not liking it in any way to the, the struggles of, uh, I guess I kind of am, but I'm not, in magnitude, I'm not uh, liking it in any way to the struggles of like the impoverished, poor racial racial population, but if you were young, you got fucked with. (laughs) Like, me and my friend would be walking to my other friend's house, and we'd walk like a mile and a half just have a talk like this, like you and I are doing right now. And uh, we'd get pulled over by a cop, and they would be like, what are you guys doing? And we'd be like, oh, we're walking to our friend's house. And they'd be like, okay, there's some robberies in the area, so we just need to search you. You know, and they'd be like, "You got any knives on you? You got any of this on you?" Or like, "No, we just got candy." It's just like, "Don't, don't take it out. I'll, I'll check it." You know, that kind of stuff. And like, then they take our wallets out of our back pockets. Like,
1: just the idea of who kind of like stopping for us being the idea that you can be stopped for no good reason and just harassed by police. Like right now, we enjoy the privilege of walking around Berkeley, right, walking a beautiful Marina by the bay. I could probably, I mean, I know for a fact I could bust out a pipe and start smoking a spot right now, no problem, I still don't care, but if I, you know, if we were in, uh, I don't
0: know, like uh, Alamo, where I'm from. <laughs> Alamo,
1: you sure, yeah, but let's go like, you know, we were in Ferguson or something like that, like walking around two young black people, you know, just, all we want to do is walk around, have, I'm actually carrying a beer right now, you know? Right. I You know, walking with our beers, smoking a cigarette and just talking about life you know you can get pulled over and just fucking harassed by the police like <laughs> that'd be the end of the podcast yeah uh you
0: know and what i'm saying <laughs> if you're an alamo and you were white then yeah it would be the same thing um yeah. if you were young
1: the odds of us getting you know stopped right now are very low oh
0: stopped low. here yeah but if, if we were in alamo right now we'd probably get pulled over if cops off even really though we're both stuff. white
1: yeah, I don't know but I don't know about the Alamo place. I've
0: never really hung out there, but it's so it's like an affluent uh... super affluent like it's weird. Like there's just nothing to do. I'm going there tomorrow night for a show. My friend Ross is playing a show. If in the uh, Danville Alamo area, uh tomorrow's the what eighth? And that's Saturday, Danville Bull 10 to 10 to 12. I, I doubt this episode will be up by then. <laughs> but um But anyway, I'm gonna go there and I'm like That's probably the only thing going on in Danville, tomorrow night. Um, So, I'm just sitting here with this quandary, I'm like, I might have a beer. Uh, Okay, I'm not driving to Danville Bowl. I am going to go park at my parents' house. I'm going to take an Uber from my parents' house to Danville Bowl. And do whatever the heck I want, and take an Uber back to my parents' house and crash there. Like
1: drinking and driving is a fine. Idea. One beer, I don't know, but uh, it,
0: it doesn't yeah. matter because all the cops will be lined up outside of that place and just pull anybody who pulls out because yeah. it's the only thing going that night in that town.
1: Oh yeah, and that's four, what they do. They just cops just are the worst.
0: Yeah, no, that's the what they do. The I,
1: wonder, I got, I got pulled over one time. I thought that was very suspicious. He explained later, but like we, uh, we both pulled out, and he was like following behind me without his lights on. Right. And I saw that there was a vehicle behind me without their lights on, and I kind of freaked out. I started going fast in uh, side streets. Did not know it was a cop. Right. (laughs) Until his lights were on, he pulled me over. I promptly, you know, he goes lights on. I promptly pulled over, and I was like, "Yeah, man, I'm sorry, but I, I, you know, you were like tailgating me with no lights on." Up. He's like, oh well, the way you pulled out with that other person, that's what people who are still in the carers do, maybe pull out at the same time, I don't know why that would be, <laughs> I'm not exactly sure what that would be, you he know, let me off, but presumably if I was a, uh, if I was the person in the getting pulled over like that, I would have gotten a lot more questioning.
0: Well, like when I lived in Danville, I used to... Like I got a DUI when I was 22, so I was on a bike, and uh, so I'm like 23 or whatever, and I would bike 12 miles to Pacheco, work from 7 a.m. and leave about 4 in the morning. Yeah, bike to Pacheco, 12 miles on a shitty Triax $99 bike. Bike back 14 miles to Danville, work at Starbucks, still closed. Give the bartenders free coffee when they came in. I go across at 10 get free drinks, bike home, go to bed, have a Starbucks sandwich, get up in the morning, do it all again. Um, whoa there. Right. <laughs> um, and so, I mean, the cops saw me coming out of that bar all the time. And what i do is I'd, try to, I'd walk my bike to the trail and then I'd uh, ride along the trail because the cops can't drive down the trail uh-huh. and they can't run fast enough to catch you and blah, blah, blah. And it was a nightly thing. They would see me going down the trail they would try to block off both sides of the trail and i would cut in through some side street and go around and blah 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 it was just every other night um one night i decided i was talking to my mom i had had like a drink and i was like halfway through the second drink my mom said you know your dad's out of town i just feel weird in this house all alone while you come home okay coming right home mom so i i just booked it from there to the trailhead, got pulled over at the trailhead because I usually walk my bike but I was in a rush Yeah, get home to my mom. Um, Got pulled over. They said, do you know where we pulled you over? I'm like, no lights. Right? Because I didn't turn on my lights. I don't want to be noticeable. And they said like, okay, Uh, we pulled you over actually because we see you riding here all the time. Why? I'm like, because I work at Starbucks and I have beer after work. Um, they said, okay, go over and sit here on the ground, blah, blah, blah. They start searching me. They pull out my gum case. I was trying to quit smoking at the time, so I had a cigarette uh, holder full of dentine ice. They're like, what you got here? I'm like, it's gum. <laughs> They're like, oh. They go through all my pockets, go through all my stuff, put it all out on the curb. I'm like, yo, can I call my mom and tell her what's going on? She's expecting me home. Like, And they said, okay, I call your mom, and I call my mom. She's on her way to pick me up. And they're like, uh, so we're going to take this breathalyzer? And I said, because uh, I would gotten a DUI before, I knew all the rules at this point. I'm like, are you arresting me? They're like, no, I'm like, then I don't have to take a breathalyzer. Yeah. They're like, if you don't take the breathalyzer, we will arrest you. <laughs> so I'm like, well, fuck, I'm screwed. But I knew I'd had like a drink and then half a drink. So I knew I was cool. So they start betting on what I'm gonna blow.
1: Really? They started making- uh, Yeah, they
0: best. started betting. And and I blew, and then they said, oh, you're way over. I'm like, well, what did I blow? And they said, oh, you're just way over. They wouldn't tell me. So they've got me sitting there, and I'm like, I think my mom's headed down here, and they're like, okay. And then they look across the parking lot and they go, is that a toto? I'm just like, what's what's a toto? And then the guy's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, it's a toto. They run over, kick this guy to the ground, pull out their gun on him, What? go like, you got meth, huh? You're doing meth, huh? Uh my mom pulls up at that moment uh, they're like got this guy on the ground kind of just like pushing him into the pavement beating him up shit. and you know my mom gets out of the car starts yelling at the partner and going like why can't my son ride his bike home on the trail like what the fuck yeah. you know starts cussing blah 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 he's just like I think it would be best if you just took your son home right now but they were they were totally gonna arrest me for a BUI blah 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 um a toto I, I don't know. I actually asked, like, one of the older cops the next morning at Starbucks because the cops would all come in. Yeah. I remember at one point in time they said to me, they're like, why are you always here? I'm like, I work at Starbucks. They're like, ah, I don't drink coffee, so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I was like, okay, s- sweet, dude. Like, you know, the, the older cops said, I don't know, the younger cops say, I don't know what it means. I'm just trying to get my pension and retire. <laughs> like, I don't know what's up with these young cops. But I mean, like, that's what it's like. Just like every like I'm 23, riding my bike home from work after a couple drinks at the bar, and I'm dodging cops.
1: Yeah, man. <laughs> live in kind of a police state in a way. I mean, some places are worse than others. But I think Berkeley is kind of like nicer than most places in terms of that. Like the police are a little bit nicer here. But uh, yeah, most places it doesn't really matter like what color you are. They're gonna they're gonna fuck with you if they you know if you're a young person. They're going to talk with
0: you. Yeah. I mean, it's whatever, it's whatever the ne'er-do-well pick-on group is in that town. Right. And unfortunately, in most towns, there's black people, Mexicans. Yeah. Uh, why? Because they're poorer. And so they're more likely to be picked on. So they're more likely to be convicted of a crime. So they're more likely to commit, quote-unquote, the crime. Well, no. They're just more likely to be arrested for them. There's something that, that cop on Joe Rogan said was... You know, it's just like I'm listening to this guy talking about getting arrested for weed. And I'm like, shit! I had a bag on bag of weed on me when I was 16. Yeah. Like, if I had been arrested, I'd be in the same shoes as him. No, no ability to get a job. Blah blah blah. But because I'm white, that didn't happen to me.
1: Yeah, I can only hope that this, you know, this whole thing is something good. Like maybe uh, I just I feel like we um, just need to be held accountable.
0: I, it just seems like the more it happens and the more people cry out about it, the more they ratchet it up and go like, it does
1: seem that way. we need
0: more of this to keep the people down who are pissed at us for doing this.
1: It does seem like it's going that way, but I wonder if that's just all part of this whole thing coming to the head. Something's going to have to be done. Right? the more they ratchet it up, the more people are going to react to it. It's uh, the whole
0: Yeah, it's fucked up. Like, I don't know what we we're gonna do about that. I, mean, I remember posting on Facebook that I was going to the, uh, this is like, very occupied. And one of the friends from high school who went to the military was just like, oh, Rob, if I see you at that protest, I'm gonna arrest you. Get some hippie. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's weird. Like, that was something else that I caught on uh, Joe Rogan said it's like, the whole thin blue line thing is a weird idea because it's, it's like you're not you're not the criminals and you're not the public you're trying to protect you're the separate other thing you know and i mean I, I don't want to talk down about all cops like my friend connor who worked at, at starbucks he went back to the east coast and i think he's either in south carolina or memphis right now i can't remember he's a cop um, he's a good guy and like he enlisted in the Marines. I told him not to. I'm like this is stupid. We, there's a war on. What are you crazy? <laughs> like, um, he ended up doing supply. After he tried to get infantry four or five times, I'm just like, they're telling you to take supply because you have like some college education. <laughs> like, don't fucking do it.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, it's not even really about who's a good guy, and who's a bad guy. It's like, at this point, I think it's safe to say that the culture of the is. Singing.
0: trying to do then now it's just It's like...
1: an incentive
0: not to do that. I mean... They have every incentive to sue to... Everybody And... It's super heavy I mean, yeah, the, the thing that trips me out is, why isn't the guidelines of engagement... Don't shoot until you're shot at. <laughs> like, I mean, if you see a gun, if they pull a gun on you at that point, it's fine. Like, I would find... What about a kid with to a point. toy gun? Like... And, you know, uh, and by the, the thing way thing. people are allowed to have a gun in this country people are allowed to have a gun just yeah. the fact that they have one it's not pointed at you they, they have one they have it in their hand they're allowed that they're legally allowed to have that That we, we shouldn't shoot them for that sure. that's totally within the law so unless somebody's shooting at you you
1: can't shoot them yeah I mean I think you know if they
0: pull a gun that's a, that's a different story okay yes that's a different story but this isn't like the case that we're dealing with like we're i mean unless somebody is actually giving you a reason to think that you have bodily harm not not they have a knife and they're swinging it around not they have a gun on them and they haven't pointed at you even wielded it Doing everything in their power not to use but i mean i like i think the way to draw that line would just be like unless they shoot at you first you can't shoot
1: If, uh, if they pull a gun, if, uh, if you're talking to them and they go for a gun, like uh, in a friendly manner can you think obviously that is up to some uh, description.
0: Yeah, it's too blurry. That line is too blurry. That's... Uh,
1: well, unfortunately, life isn't black and white and it's always going to be somewhat blurry, but I think, yeah, at that point, you don't have to wait for them to make the first shot. I think that's a little...
0: No, I think if they go for a gun, you should be diving for cover. You shouldn't be shooting them. You should be diving for cover. You should be protecting yourself.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously something has to be done if uh, unarmed people are being shot on a regular basis at this point. But I don't think that. uh...
0: But I mean, like just just saying, like if they have a gun or they draw on it or they move in a threatening manner, it's just like, then that leaves the door wide open for. I thought he had a gun. He had his hand wrapped in a towel. There could have been a gun in there. No, you have to have evidence of the gun being fired at you. You have to be held to a higher standard. than the I'm. That's what I'm saying. The public can fuck up all they want, Um, and then they fuck up. Then they can get shot, right? So people go, like, that's insane, Rob. That's insane, Rob. How would you say that they have to get shot at first? Yes. Just because somebody has a gun, uh, right, but you shouldn't be rolling up, a, like if somebody has a gun, right, you shouldn't be in the situation where they should be able to shoot it. You should be behind cover. Uh, well, in my situation have a gun. And they haven't shot it? Right. In my scenario there isn't any ambiguity. Shots were fired if they weren't. It's black and white. That's, that should be the kind of lines that we draw. Like you have to have a clear, proven source of data. which is the gun was fired. When a gun's fired, are you If somebody says the gun was fired, alright, well then you have a reasonable, credible claim. That could be bullshit too. Don't you? Right. To to the fire. So you should Our be you some. should be behind cover, trying to assess the situation and call in for lots of backup. You should be engaging anybody and blah blah blah. Right?
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. Cops
0: are hard to be happy. i do not sure I'm in the place, but uh. well, I'm like. I just think the cop should be who's enforcing the law should be held to a higher standard than the person who's breaking it. Yeah, I mean definitely a problem with that. It's yeah, but I mean and then the other flip side of that is, uh, nobody would be a cop if that were the case. I'm like, alright, well if they're not willing to do that, then they shouldn't be a cop
1: if they're not willing that's that's definitely not true I mean
0: no I know I know plenty of people who would still be a cop even if that were the case absolutely but yeah no I think that should be the. I think somebody should have to shoot at you for you to shoot them to have cops be more like firemen in that they respond to calls, but they're not just driving around.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, yeah.
0: And if we have to have police presence... I think
1: they have to kind of be... out. Yeah.
0: But uh, there's so many technologies that we can put in place now. We can put gunshot detectors, and they can be bring out the drones. No, but we have those. We have gunshot detectors, right?
1: Uh, I'm not aware of.
0: Yeah, they have them in Berkeley. They have them in Oakland. If they hear gunshots, they send a little signal that says shot was fired on corner of blah blah or near corner of blah 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 blah, and they dispatch cops. Why don't we just have more of those? So the
1: cops are uh, are already out and about, and it uh, might be like there's going to be cops that are close to that location already. Yeah. I think there's a perfectly good function for cops in our society. It's kind of what I'm trying to say. Is like I think we could definitely be uh, benefiting from the use of police in our society. I mean, I guess I think it... right now they have way too much autonomy and uh, immunity, and to you know to. There's no consequence when they, uh, when they kill people. <laughs> yeah, you know,
0: I guess if we need police presence, and we need cops out and about, that's fine. Um, I don't think they should be in their cars most of the time. I guess it would be one way to put it. Like, they should park their car and they should walk around a few blocks. And then get in their car and move it and then walk around a few blocks. But they shouldn't be just shielded in their car with this and that, blah, 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 you know?
1: I think the problem is more lies in, like, I don't know, just more, like, they are able to kill people without, and harass people, like, killing Um without any sort of consequence, or being held accountable to the actual law. Like, nobody, so we, we suppose we've had these what is lawful so what is lawful so arrest, Nobody's enforcing those things. So, uh, you know, I'm not even trying to go and like change the entire uh, way that cops operate, take them out of their cars or anything crazy like that. I'm just saying let's hold them accountable to the laws that already exist. You know, like, you're not allowed to murder somebody who's unarmed and doesn't threaten you in a physical manner. Like, that's obvious and that's apparently not obvious. Yeah, but where do you draw
0: that line? Without having a drastic thing like uh, where you shot at, okay, then you shouldn't have been shooting.
1: Um, if you shoot an unarmed person, I think that is uh, right off the bat something that needs to be very much scrutinized. Like, um, I think uh, the, the body but, cams like, are But a great thing like, but that doesn't
0: happen. How do you cams? fix that structure? That structure is just not working. Like, I mean, I, it's all well and good to be like, oh, okay, we should just fix that structure. Um, um, how?
1: <laughs> I'm not saying we should just fix that structure. I'm saying that there's actual laws that already exist as to like what, how...
0: That we're not enforcing, but how, that structure is not enforcing them. How do you...
1: Um, you, you penalize cops who are illegally pulling right. people yeah. like, over. Right. By,
0: by utilizing the structure that's already in place that's not being utilized. How do you get us to turn around and start utilizing this structure that's already existent that well, we're just ignoring?
1: And uh, you can show the evidence, like, you know, camera evidence.
0: That, but that's that the thing. way it is right now, and we're not doing that. <laughs> Like so, your answer is just do that. Oh yeah, but, absolutely.
1: That is my answer. But that, that means we. we how do we laws. get
0: them to do? Like that's we the enforce problem. Enforce the law.
1: Yeah. So that. that but is the
0: why problem. aren't we doing that? And what is we the mechanism the through which is. we make that happening?
1: Like why aren't we making that happen? Yes. Because there's incentive structures in place that, that the people who are enforcing the law don't want to enforce the law in that situation. So. I mean,
0: like how do we fix that? That's what I'm wondering. Like, uh, well, I
1: think we're on step one of that right now with uh,
0: enforce the laws that are already in place.
1: And rioting. <laughs> that's step one, and like when they don't enforce it, there's gonna be hell to pay.
0: But the but the response to that is to ratchet it up and then do more of it. Like that's the response thus so far. It's, it's so our tactic but isn't how working. How
1: did social progress happened. I don't know. <laughs> Has social progress ever happened?
0: I don't know. I don't know in this situation if what we're doing is actually causing that outcome. That's the problem. It's like we're doing that and it's just getting ratcheted up I more and more. I think we need
1: to find, as a society, a way to hold cops responsible. I'm not saying I know exactly what that process is, but I think that that would be the solution is to find a...
0: Yes, great. I agree connected. with that. I just don't understand how we'd make that happen.
1: Uh, maybe we need like a... Uh, have people Is it a We need better judges or something. <laughs> I don't know. I, like, who's making the decision to acquit? Um, what I see, I don't know enough about the legal system, I suppose. But like, like for example, um, in the, the Ferguson case, uh, they could have indicted that cop, right? Yeah. Who, who didn't indict that cop? That was the like, what was that initial process? Like that, the cop should have been indicted.
0: And he uh, wasn't. And he wasn't. Well, he was but indicted. Who, who
1: did no, not No, no, indicted. no, no,
0: he was indicted, but he just wasn't. No, they,
1: they didn't bring charges.
0: They, well, they did not indict him. Yeah, it, well, no, the indictment well. is... Isn't the indictment when you open the investigation to figure out whether or not you're going to bring charges? No. The it's like impeachment in that way?
1: The indictment is bringing
0: charges. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um... But they did the first step of that and decided not to indict him because yeah, but the, who's
1: they and how could we change who that person is and their incentive?
0: I think that was like a state judiciary commission.
1: Okay, so
0: I, I'm not positive on that. Uh, I just think that was whatever
1: it is. We can be, we can be assured that their incentive is to side with the police in most situations, right?
0: Right, but uh, like so, the answer is. Make them do not that, but how? How do we do that? Because like, there's no consequence to them for not doing that.
1: Well, I guess that's, maybe that maybe that is the issue to be addressed then. Um, so when we riot,
0: we should be burning their houses down, or no? I, I mean, I'm like not like, like my friend write. Jed, my friend Jed, the way he puts it, yeah. like when we talk about the one percent and stuff like that, he says, he's like, yeah, if you're really gonna riot and stuff like that. Uh, against the 1%, you need to go to the 1% and start killing their children. Like, that's the way he puts it, if he's like, if you're really going to have that, that protest, that's the only way you're going to get change. Like, that's how radical you can get if you, if you push it that far, right? Yeah,
1: and uh, while I don't endorse that, I think he has a point, um, that it's, uh, you know, it's unfortunate that most of the victims of riots are middle-class and lower-middle-class people.
0: But I mean, is that what it's going to take? Are we going to have to go to those people, the, the state judiciary committee and the people involved in that, and be like, all right, you didn't do what we want, so we're going to kill you?
1: No, I don't think that's the, that's the solution. I, OK, I so
0: where's the middle ground between what we're doing and that?
1: It's legislative. Like, we legislatively try to improve the system. If we have any faith in democracy whatsoever, then that is possible.
0: Ah, well, faith in democracy. And, uh, yeah,
1: no, that is up to debate, yeah. sure. But, um, yeah, I mean, but if that's the case, then we might as well have a <coughs> conversation and say that, well, there's nothing that can be done no democracy. will ever come to the No, no, we could go kill the children. I mean, you could do that. That's what you're into.
0: I'm not, uh, like, disclaimer, I'm not planning on doing that. You know, this is just an overstatement of the thing. But, I mean, like, like, there was a certain point that said that if we did that, then maybe things would be a little different. I'm just wondering if there's something that we can take that's not that far that'll actually create the sort of change we're talking about, you know?
1: Yeah, I think we, um, we do have keep uh, All criticism of our democracy aside, I think there is uh, I've so just positive change that can be made legislatively in our country
0: like I'm sure there's somebody somewhere who can articulate what that is like without the extreme of oh, okay, we're going to kill your children then if you're going to kill yeah, ours probably nobody's
1: children need to be killed
0: well at the moment we've got one hand of people's children getting killed and then the other hand of people just acquitting people of killing their children
1: yeah and I, I don't I don't go maybe to, if
0: their children died because they acquitted them they'd be like oh maybe I shouldn't with these people for that,
1: yeah, I don't think that's the, the, the best way to go about it. No, that's
0: probably not. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but I mean like, so far that's the that's that's the most compelling argument I've heard towards this is how you change this. I haven't heard any half measure that seems realistic. What we're doing right now isn't working.
1: Well, okay, so we can at least acknowledge that there's been huge leaps and bounds um, in racial equality uh, in 100 really? years. Really? You think so? Well, let's say uh, in the last uh, 150 years of slavery, uh, there's been some pretty major improvements in racial relations in this country over a short period of time.
0: I'm just not so sure anymore at this point in time. I'll explain. Like, other than just it not being a law that people can be slaves, but we still kind of do that anyway. Like we just put them in prisons and have them work for us, and blah, like we just do it by the letter of the law in a different way. I'm not yeah. sure that's a leap in a bound. I guess that might actually be a backstep because it's not even being a front to
1: battle anymore. I think we still have taken a pretty major steps. I think gonna agree. Uh, I think a wealthy big the middle class African Americans and uh, a good number of them. It's not just like one not like one person who's a middle class African American. That's my point. But I mean, we actually do have, we have integrated. Uh, I mean, I think many we races into our middle class and wealthy class.
0: Yeah, I think what we have now is that we do a lot of stuff that's fucked up. But the environment that we're in allows us to morally justify it. It's just like, well, I'm doing it to the letter of the law. Look, I did my uh, state judiciary committee. This is what you found, and uh, that's uh, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Um, so morally, I'm okay, because my environment says the letter of the law is the moral, and that's what we're doing, so that's what we've done, and uh, we did everything right. So I'm morally okay. Right. I think we do that a lot. And I think we're sooner or later going to have to realize that you know, whatever you think is moral and right, that's not really a good gauge of what to do. <laughs> right? Like, whatever the laws are, whatever the rules are in your area of society, that, mean, that doesn't mean it's right. That just means that everybody's willing to agree that that's okay. Um, when slavery was going on, there was a lot of that. There was a lot of people agreeing that that's okay, even though pff, definitely not morally right, right? Um, So I think we're just going to have to have a revolution of consciousness where we start to think differently about it. Instead of just like, well look, I say this is right and everybody around me says this is right, so that's fine. And somehow that differs a lot in Ferguson than it does in Oakland. Mm -hmm. I mean, somebody can make an argument that it doesn't. Uh, (laughs) Because there's a lot of fucked up stuff in Oakland too. But, um, you know, somehow there's this thing going on and there's this thing going on here, and there's a lot of people in New York, and there's a lot of people in California, LA, and other places saying, decrying what's happening in Ferguson. Uh, I don't hear too much of people who aren't directly the victims in Ferguson saying that that's bad.
1: I, I, I hear a lot victims of people, in, Berkeley, in I Ferguson saying that's bad. I I've I seen just, a lot of people on the streets who aren't necessarily directly affected by the events that we've seen over the past couple of years particularly over the past one year I guess Um, yeah
0: but what I'm saying is they're in other places they're not in Ferguson
1: yeah but I mean that's kind of the point is that lots of people who aren't necessarily directly affected or uh, persecuted in that way do care about it and you know if we lived in a democracy again very much up for for debate and uh, very much up for debate but uh, the, uh, these, these stories you we know, have the internet that we have, these stories spread like wildfire. They infuriate massive numbers of people, both people who are directly affected by it and people who are not directly affect, affected by it necessarily, but sympathize with it and believe that that's not the, way they, that's not the world they wanna live in. In a democracy, that in and of itself would be what changes the reality. However,
0: yeah. the people in California, the people in New York, can't vote on what the Ferguson police do. I agree. We Only that county the, can do, do that because of all the last. separation and yeah.
1: I'm saying again, like, that, like I said, that's the part that's up for debate as to whether or not we have a functional democracy. Right, and but I'd say we very much don't. But we, but if we did, and maybe the, so, <laughs> and that, that's like, yeah, you know, I say if we did, maybe that's what we need to be focusing on. How do we restore a, de- a democracy? How do we restore? How do we make it so the will of the people? In an age where information is being spread so rapidly, and where I think we're you know while while we talk about all this dark shit, I think we're going through a a big enlightenment right now. I think we're all very conscious and much more conscious than we were uh, 20 years ago of things that are going on around us and our
0: yeah. I think you're staying away from the point that I'm trying to go to. It's like uh, the people are. in California, who are distant from the thing, and people in New York are di- on the coast, right? More liberal populations um, are decrying this and this and that. Uh, and the victims in Ferguson are decrying this and that. I don't hear much of the oppressors in Ferguson going, Oh, yeah, this is wrong, this is fucked up.
1: Um, well, of course, the, I don't know who the oppressors. I mean, yes, the, the, the police themselves are. Yeah, why aren't are they? Why aren't they saying, saying this is wrong? This is shot. fucked up. Because they are the ones doing it. Of course, they Yeah,
0: but if it's wrong, why aren't they saying that?
1: We, I mean, that's. I'm not sure that's a good point. Like. Uh, no, yeah, but why aren't.
0: The, the, you understand what I mean, though? Like.
1: The people oppressing are not going to be uh, like swayed philosophically. They're going to have to be outnumbered. And I think that the, uh, the greater consciousness of humanity and of our society can outnumber them quite easily because what they're doing is clearly wrong. And but we, why we, don't
0: they know that it's wrong if it's wrong?
1: You can't, you can't, you can't, I mean, it, because they're part of that like system. Like, they have a different point a of view, of that.
0: right? That, yeah. What that's what I'm getting around to.
1: Yes, they do have a different point of view. They're a part of a system that acts that way for their own reasons, by the way. Like, they have their reasons for doing that, but that's uh you know it's not justified and we need to we need you know yeah but
0: their point of view is that it's justified for this reason or that reason or the other right they must have some sort of like they're not just saying like just because right they've probably got something in their head that's what seems to them to be a rational reason that this is okay
1: sure and i think all that should be addressed uh but we i think ultimately uh like, the, the, the police force is something that needs to be regulated by the rule of law, which should be set by kind of the will of the people. Right. but in a democracy. I'm just pro-democracy. I think that we should be able to, um, you know, the, I, the, 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 the popular consciousness should basically dictate.
0: Yeah, the, I, guess, uh, I guess what I'm getting to time. is that uh, people on the East and West Coast look at this and go, oh, this is wrong, this is bad. I know it in my bones that it's wrong and it's bad, but that's the only reason I think that, because I just know, right? And then the people who are actually doing the pressing and doing the bad stuff are like going like, no, I know the system has to be this way because I know it in my bones because uh, this is where I'm from and this is what I've been told and this is how I've been taught. swear that way. That way. Um, and I think the fundamental disconnect there is that we're determining... Things, what to do and what's right to do and what's wrong to do, by these weird concepts that aren't really, like, they're not universal.
1: Well, how do they're you totally environmental. Is, wrong? Um, is that not just a, a whim? Is that just not? A, is that not just an opinion?
0: Well, me personally, why do I decide that slavery so is saying, wrong? Or so you're
1: saying that all we have is these whims? Is there such thing as like anything greater than that? As like a greater sense of justice. I mean,
0: well the way I look at it is, you individual, who what are you doing? What are you able to do in the situation that you're in? And how well does that work for every single person involved? And what's what's the thing that you can do that works well for every single person involved? So in terms of slavery, if you apply that logic, I just like that way though. Well, let me finish. In terms of slavery, to answer your question, uh, you look at this and you go, like, well, I'm benefiting a great deal from this. I have free labor and uh, people are picking my cotton for me. Um, that works very well for me. But if you consider everybody in the whole situation, go, like, Cause that's not working very well for them because they're not getting paid and they're not blah. Yeah. So, and they're oppressed. They don't have the ability to go, re- they don't have all the freedoms that I do. So that's not working very well for them. So maybe I shouldn't do that. That's how I would determine that slavery is wrong. Not just because of some weird whim that it's wrong. I would be like, this isn't working for everybody involved in this situation.
1: Well, I mean, can we not apply that to modern day issues? I mean, that's. What I'm saying is
0: we. what, What I'm saying is that we don't. That's not how we make our decisions. We make it by some weird whim. We don't look at the situation and go. What is the thing that we could do that would work out best for all the people involved?
1: Well, I think a lot of people do. I think people like you and me do think about things that way. The problem is the people in power don't. And they think about things from their perspective.
0: I think a lot of people like you and me that I talk to, don't think of it that way. They, they go like, no, that's just plain wrong. And I go like, why is it wrong? And they're just like, it's just wrong. And my answer is always says, it's wrong because it doesn't work very well for the people involved in the situation. Uh, but I don't get that level of deciding for that reason from people. They, sure. It's just kind of an environmental well, okay, I regurgitation. About, maybe anything.
1: Traffic violations. Is just wrong, I think that's a fair thing to right. well, say. why it's wrong. I think it's pretty clearly wrong and yes we could analyze it that way. But the thing is, if you were the oppressor who's shooting the person, if
0: you don't allow yourself that shortcut.
1: You don't sh- have to convince them. That's
0: no, the but fix. if you don't allow yourself that shortcut, yeah. you can't
1: make that decision. Um I don't think they give a fuck one way or the other. You can make a great case as to why that's wrong. You can make no case as why that's wrong. Right. They're gonna do what the fuck they're gonna do. And, right. But uh, what I'm saying
0: is that we're all trained to just make this decision based on some environmental this that that's instilled in us instead of actually bring it down to the like root cause of why.
1: Truth is ultimately, you know, I, I think it was uh, uh, Nietzsche said truth is agreed upon lies. I mean, there really is no truth, but uh, we actually do have a pretty good intuitive popular truth of, uh, you know, I think, you know, I think most people would see this and say it's wrong.
0: Right, but when you can just look at something and say it's wrong or say it's right based on how you were raised, it gives the oppressor, oppressor leeway to just go, well, where I'm from and how I was taught, this is okay.
1: But is there not Whereas a way if you
0: bring it, it down to the level of is this working for the people involved, they can't say that.
1: Can we simply take out the oppressors via popular opinion if we focus on somehow restoring democracy? N- not if capital. the
0: oppressors have kids and then raise them to think the same do and they don't need to think down to that level, then you just create more oppressors.
1: What if you just simply outnumber
0: them? They'll still be there.
1: But they'll be powerless if, if they're outnumbered in and we are able to actually kind of democratically...
0: I don't know about that. It's not the powerful numbers of people, the powerful members of society. Those aren't the people who become cops. They become politicians and stockbrokers. They don't become cops. It's always like the downtrodden members of society who didn't have very good grades and have a very good education. They're the ones who become cops. And so they're always the cops, even though they're they're powerless but then they find this position where there's power because they don't have to actually think about why what they're doing is right or wrong it's just a shortcut that we all take that we all do it all the time we could just go that's wrong and it's just like why well that's the way i was taught blah 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 we don't actually bring it down to this isn't working for these people
1: i mean i think to a large degree
0: I don't think so. I think people just do it by rote memorization and shortcut and environment.
1: I just think the uh, the way, if, if we are to change this, um, we're gonna have to figure out how to make kind of the will of the popular opinion the law, and uh, that's called a democracy. And we don't really have that right now because of all so kinds of corrections. I, I and, just
0: uh, really think we need to change how we determine what's right or wrong.
1: I don't. I don't agree.
0: But. We do it all the time. Like we say that this is right or this is wrong, and we have no idea why. Just everybody around us says that. No,
1: I think that like we, uh, as long as we're. um, But
0: if you have a like a bad sector of society, and everybody around them says this is this is fine, and it's not, if they don't actually go to the extent of determining why it's right and wrong. Well, people. They're they're allowed to
1: time based on good arguments being made. Lots of people are making. We get our arguments for the status quo being absolutely wrong, and uh, I don't think we have to worry about that. I think that people are But a lot of people just
0: straight out reject that and go like, but that's the way it is that's the way it's always yeah, been. They, need right. to be,
1: they're, they're, they will be outnumbered. Like, I, I have but to it
0: doesn't matter the if truth. they're outnumbered. Like, the people who behave like the cops are outnumbered, but they have all the guns. So it doesn't matter that most of the people around them think what they're doing is wrong. Yeah, they got they, the gun! also
1: work for the state, for the government, which in uh, a democracy would be our will. Like if, we have, if the chief of police is somebody who was elected by us, then that would not be an issue because those people they because they just follow the what the chief of
0: police be. says.
1: Uh, yeah. Or but they don't. Be fired or prosecuted. But they're not. I agree that there's a problem and that it's not functioning. But we even
0: have chiefs that. of police that we've elected. With that all thing in mind, and still, but
1: the problem is that we don't have enough people. I think participating in democracy, and we don't have a functioning democracy even if we did. And that's that is the issue and that is the means by which you could possibly But
0: be when it comes down sure. to police departments, we don't elect the police department. They get they hire the downtrodden people who don't have any power and now want something. Like yes, those that, the And you have to
1: discipline them just like any other person who breaks the law or abuses But, a but human that's
0: being. not like an electorate sort of voting thing that that's not that mechanism that executive branch mechanism isn't done by electoral things that's the legislative branch and not even the judicial branch the judicial branch is appointed so the only thing that our democracy can affect is the legislative branch but if we can't actually democratically affect
1: the executive
0: branch huh
1: who appoints judges uh
0: the executive branch does typically Uh, on the local level we do vote for people who then appoint the judges.
1: I think, But I think, the legislative branch is usually the one appointing that, the judges. Uh, we, so like. Uh, well, but even
0: if everybody participated, the executive branch of the government, of which the police force is a part, we don't get to pick them. They get picked by the legislative well, branch. people are actually engaged, or,
1: which we are so far from, and I think we can at least agree on that, we're, uh, that we, we're not a society uh, here in the United States of people that are actively engaged in Governments. If we were, then they like the, the police would not be able to get away with nearly as much. And you, you can tell me all you want about how it, the structure is technically set up, etc. But if, if we were actually engaged,
0: but we don't vote for police commissioner. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Even we, if we're all fully engaged in that, we don't get to pick that guy.
1: But the the overall like. Overall, Right,
0: but the person that we elect is the person that appoints that guy, right?
1: Yeah, well, if we're electing people who do that, who have those incentives, that's kind of our bad, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, the people that we get to choose from to elect, though, like, who picks them?
1: Yeah, it's, it's a tool that it's done by uh, by money. Uh, it's essentially, like, uh, the, the incentives we're even getting into politics these days, I mean,
0: are saying if all the people are getting shot and oppressed by the police finally go and vote for the people who then pick the people uh, who shoot and oppress them, that that might not happen? I guess so. I that doesn't know. seem very... I, I, I don't know. I don't know the means by which we get there. The police who
1: kill people illegally should be fucking prosecuted and thrown in jail. That's, that's what I know. I mean, I don't know how we get there. I can't fix the uh, the system, unfortunately, not not within my pay grade or uh, whatever. I, I do have faith that uh, if we, uh, if people became more aware of it, that um, and started protesting it. And honestly, like I think the riots that just spontaneously occur, they're basically a law of nature. I think those kinds of things do uh, do affect change because they 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 add a new. Uh, the new elements of the equation, like, if you allow this to continue, then there will be consequences, like... Yeah,
0: the consequences is they wrong. get more okay. right gear together. Yeah.
1: Well... I... I bet you such a sunny aspect, uh... <laughs>
0: yeah, on the happier things. Yeah.
1: We're screwed, everybody.
0: Has <laughs> Rob, as Rob, as right Rob brought dance. you down enough?
1: in the red beard rants and the answer is there is no hope There's no hope
0: well no I said that the hope was to change people's
1: decisions about
0: right and wrong making down to does it work for all the people involved but I think that's the hope but that's me
1: change the minds
0: of how people determine what's right and wrong
1: bad people's motives yeah I don't know man I think we're screwed. but it's okay we can still live happy lives on a kind of a small scale here
0: yeah we're white like, we won't get shot.
1: <laughs> I think, uh... I think it's possible to be happy even if you're blocked. I'm gonna go out on a limb. I,
0: I absolutely believe so. But, uh...
1: I think, uh...
0: You've probably got a lot more things to struggle uh, against.
1: Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. I, uh... But I, I'm just saying, like...
0: Well, I mean, there are all lots of happy things in this world. I mean, like... The
1: system's it, fucked, but we can still, uh... We, we're still human beings, and we're still living a, a pretty profound existence here on Earth. Well, I mean,
0: the system's fucked, but you, like, you can also leave the system and just kind of be like, ah, uh, alright, the system right here, not working out very well for me. The people who are running that, not really willing to see that. I'm going to go somewhere that's maybe a, got a little more leeway. Like, people need to vote with their feet, and I... I
1: think you just operate outside of the system I, where... I
0: hear where... a lot of strikes against it that are like, people can't rob. I'm like... Why? Oh, their families there. They need to take care of the family. I'm like, move the whole family. <laughs>
1: like- how, do, how do things happen like uh, marijuana being legalized or gay marriage being legalized? And I mean, yes, I understand that there's uh, moneyed lobbyists on the side of those causes, but ultimately, what it is is people stop respecting those laws. They stop. They stop. Uh, you know, yeah, okay, marijuana is illegal, well, fuck you, I'm still gonna smoke weed well, on the street, well, and slowly but surely, it goes in that direction, and oh, like the, the suddenly so the government... I was trying to tie
0: us around to happier taxes. things, but if you really want me to respond to that, I can give you another depression trip.
1: No, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs>
0: I was, I was uh, trying to go along to... Progress too.
1: occurs, and I think it happens uh, in a, actually a relatively organic manner, and that's my optimistic viewpoint of, uh,
0: well, I, I was trying to go around to uh, if you move, if you vote with your feet, if you're living in this society that's just like pushing you down, pushing you down, pushing you down, get the fuck out of there. Be like, the
1: change you want to see in the world. I think it's like Gandhi said it best there. Like, well, yes,
0: absolutely. But
1: if you don't agree with the law, well, then don't follow it and, you know, try not to get arrested in the meantime.
0: Right. But, uh, and there are,
1: it's ultimately, if you're doing that and you're showing that that's a that you can be successful in doing that, well other people will follow your example and the truth exposes itself. It's not about you, it's not about any individual person or whatever, truth shows itself, like righteousness kind of presents itself. I think it's not you know, something that we have to sit down and dissect necessarily. Well, but I we think have to I'm fight saying for, we have to we have to fight for what we believe is true, and that is actually I think an intuitive thing.
0: Yeah, I think I'm saying that too. I'm just taking it one step further. Too. I mean, like you can not follow a law, but if you're in a really oppressive place, not following the law might mean you're dead. Um, so if that's the case, then move you and your people out of there to a place where you can go someplace and not follow the law and maybe not wind we up dead. We always
1: have to work within the means whatever those are. I mean, everybody is in a different situation, so...
0: Yeah, absolutely, but... Like,
1: I wouldn't go and just, like, flip off a cop or something, but you, you know, I, I wouldn't go and, like, took up in front of a cop, but... Uh, what
0: I'm trying to drive it down to is, your thing could easily be dissolved by, like, well, if you don't like that law, don't lie to it. Well, then you get shot. Oh, okay, well, that's not good. Um,
1: well, I, I don't get shot, so I'm working yeah, within my well, means, and others are right. working within their means.
0: But also, like, their means and their location might not be that, but you can change your location. Yeah. You can be like, this is a ridiculously oppressive community. I'm getting the hell out of here and going to some place more forward-thinking. And there might be a lot of barriers to that. There might be, my grandfather doesn't want to leave, he's in a home, blah, blah, blah. Identify identify all like,
1: barriers to everybody's situation.
0: Right, but you but can overcome can say, them as well.
1: If we want to make a, a more general statement about how things change in society, I think it's people basically following what they believe to be true.
0: Right, and going and, the place going where they against, can actually do that.
1: And going against the rules when the rules are wrong. And
0: sometimes that requires moving, that's what I'm trying to say. Yep. It does. Right. And I think that we're really, like, adverse to that. Like, societally, people go like, No, but my grandfather was raised here, and my great-grandfather was raised here, and this and that's just like, That's great. They all got oppressed by this stupid thing that's oppressing you. Uh, let's, let's move, people. <laughs> because if you're not in the town to pay their taxes, and everybody leaves the town because it's a shithole, um, guess, guess who will stop being a little oppressive community? <laughs> that town because the people who create the value for it aren't there anymore
1: like if you don't like the way things are then you know like well i guarantee you there's
0: somebody somewhere who thinks the way you do and they have a community like that and
1: we live in an age right now at least where that's a lot easier to do than it's ever been before
0: right like, I mean it's still really hard there's a lot of barriers for lots of people like all those other things I said and Like, I don't have the money to move, I don't have this I have a grandfather yeah, I have to again, take care yeah. of we
1: can't speak for everybody's situation yes, everybody has different levels of difficulty on that and sure, that's the, we have to take that as a given but within your means, whoever you are and whatever your situation is the best you can do pretty much I think is kind of just try to uh, you know, live by your own values and try to find like-minded people. And, and uh, if, if the status quo seems wrong to you, well then you have to find a way to kind of subvert it within your own means. And I, and I think that's how things change in society on a wider scale for the better is people basically on a mass scale start to realize a greater truth that the way things are doesn't work, doesn't make sense. And that is constantly happening, that's how the evolution of society occurs. Even in a shitty non-democracy like our own, things do change for the better because of essentially popular opinion.
0: Well, I think that's a good happy ending point.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Alright sir, thank you for the first episode of Red Beard
1: Rant. Yeah, that was some good ranting.
0: We shall sign off now.
1: Later!